You're listening to Hey Pal, What's New? Hey Pal, What's New is a product of Sack of Sin Entertainment. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and all other social media platforms. Hey Pal, What's New can be found on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Twitch, YouTube, Pandora, and all other podcast locations. Or check us out at sackofsin.com or heypalwhatsnew.com. Warning, Hey Pal, What's New contains explicit content. John, Alex, and Greg are a pair of vulgar Gen Xers. If you are easily offended, please stop listening and go download a nice tame podcast like the Goop Podcast. You have been warned. Guess what, everybody? We're back. It's... The intel from the First Order spy. Somehow Palpatine returned. I thought you were dead. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> no, you thought we were dead. No, we're not. God damn it. It's Hey Pal, What's New? Is it? Yeah. And it's Saturday night tonight. Uh, uh, just goes Saturday to show you uh, boom, boom, boom. what our social life is like. We're sitting in a basement together, docking. And uh, yeah, let uh, will get that out of the way. Uh, hey, everybody. It's Hey Pal, What's New? My name's Greg. And uh my uh, brother from another mother over there, John Alex, is on the other other mic. We That's got two me. turntables and a microphone, and uh, I got my Christmas tree delish. And tomorrow, <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be an interesting show. We had a, a week <clears throat> off for the uh, Thanksgiving holiday, but now we're back and uh, better than ever. Yes. we're back, <laughs> and we are we are officially twenty four hours vomit free. Oh, good. I was going to ask you about that. Well, we'll get that into the Hey Pal, What's New? We might as well just start it off right now. We we, we started our podcast about a half hour ago just yeah. chatting before we even put the mics on, which we tend to do. But we, you know, we like to keep little treats in there. It's, it's not for everybody. Listen, you know, we have things that we do that are personal that we like to talk about. That's right. That's like Christmas tree cake. So anyway, it's called uh, show prep. <laughs> yeah, show prep. <laughs> yeah. Would you watch? I don't know. Would you watch? I don't know. <laughs> I watch the same things you watched. Ripped a couple of farts that burned my nostrils and oh, everything. Oh boy, man! I, I, did you ever? I, I think I brought brought this up on the podcast before. Did you ever fart so bad you made one of your kids cry? No, me. <laughs> I just actually I not so bad, but if I'm like standing in Mila's door and I'm talking, and I go. <laughs> let one go. She's like, "What the?" F-? She gets so mad, starts throwing things at me. I remember when the kids were little, I was giving them a bath, and it just like one of those little poppers came out. I was like, yeah. <laughs> and it just it stank so bad. Mom just started crying. <laughs> that was... and my favorite thing I used to do was at my at my house. There's uh, where their doors are. They're like those thin kind of like wooden doors. Yeah, Luan. Yeah, and they it, like a little bit of a hallway before you. It, it's like a little alcove. The be- if you fucking press ham oh, on yeah. their door and fart, it echoes through the whole Good, room. good, good, good vibration. That's I used to get my my girls used to get those door farts, man. They all I just they, all they would hear is, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> just like I was like, what? You can't smell it? Yeah, but you shook everything in my room. Oh. 
Yeah, so, uh, yeah, enough about farts. <laughs> uh, hey, pal, what's new with you? Oh, boy, sick kids, yeah. Thanksgiving. Yeah, Xander, it was so funny because <laughs> I fell asleep. Like, he was in my bed, and I was like, all right, I'll just sleep on my chair. And I'm sleeping on my chair, and I hear, like, all of a sudden I'm woken up by the sound of, like, someone running and knocking on my door going, Mom, Mom. And I'm like, that can't be Xander. He's, like, in the room. What the? This is a dream. Yeah. And then I hear, and then a splat, just like the dog two uh, weeks ago, but worse. This house is the vomitorium. <laughs> and then Kate comes out and, like, oh, my God, oh, my God, let's go to the bathroom, go to the bathroom. And you hear him, like, go in the bathroom. goes, all over the floor in the bathroom. <clears throat> Hits the toilet. He was up all night throwing up, though. You know, it's, I, and how old is Xander at this point? He'll, 11? Xander will be 12 in two weeks. I thought, yeah, okay. Because, yeah, I knew it was. He knows where the toilet is, right? That's yeah. I I'm never like, got that with little kids. Fu- yeah, it's just like, why are you gonna come in and puke in my room when you know where? The- I I will give my my girls credit. Like they are excellent pukers. Like they'll just be like, even when they were younger, they're like, Zoe would go in, puke in the toilet, done. You know, never never all over the place or anything. Not my except kids. once, once when Zoe was like, like three or four. That was the last time. Holding her in a tub while she's shitting and puking at the same time. And I'm just like, okay, get the, all right, all right, get it out, get it out. And, uh, (laughs) yeah, but, uh, my, my, my kid took out a mailbox. (laughs) Did I send, did I show you the video? You sent me the dashboard, Ken. Can we please put it on the, on the (laughs) page? She won't let me. Come on, I'll talk to her. And it was, it was literally, I said to her, I was like, it's like you were aiming for it. (laughs) Well, that happened to me once when I was coming down the hill in my old house. And it's such a steep driveway, and it was icy, and I couldn't stop. And I was like, well, I'm either going over the side or I'm going. So I went and smashed my neighbor's mailbox, just destroyed it. Car was fine. Didn't even get a dent. I'm, like, pulling it. And then uh, I had to go to my neighbor and go, like, you know, hey, man, I'm sorry. Uh, I destroyed your mailbox on the way there. I'll buy you a new one, blah, blah, (laughs) blah. Now I'm thinking, all right. He's going to, you know, I'll get one from Home Depot. It'll be like 20 bucks, whatever. It, like a week goes by and I get a knock on the door and it's this guy. He's like, here's your bill for the mailbox. The mailbox was like $300. What? <laughs> he bought like the Cadillac of mailboxes, had it like professionally, like he put oh, a whole new post what in a and dick. all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, vomitorium, huh? Yeah. That's me in the chat. Just oh, okay. making sure it's working. I thought we were getting more sex things. We did launch a new channel. Chips Ahoy. Our, yeah, t- Clips Ahoy. Clips Ahoy. Clips Ahoy. We started, uh, I started taking some of the older episodes and uh, moving forward, what we're going to do is start clipping out the, the whole thing. So, you know, if you guys don't watch the whole podcast and you just want to get to the, uh, the, the- The juicy stuff. Yeah, like I call it the fun size, you know, like the little snacky cakes. Um, we started doing those and, uh, you know, it, it's actually doing pretty well. So I started doing those and uh, I'm slowly going through, but I was going through some of the older- Episodes to kind of be like, oh, what what did we talk about there? Like, where can I clip? And the, the live stream thing well, is there. And it's just like hot new girls. <laughs> Damn. Um, so anyway, if you're interested uh, on the YouTubes, uh, we have links to our new channel, Clips Ahoy. Um, so yeah, get yourself some clips. Speaking of which, too, we'll get a little house cleaning out of the way. Besides, yeah. uh, Clips Ahoy, and uh, you know, if you go to Sackasin.com, Sakasin. <laughs> uh, I updated the website with all the uh, the talent looks, roster. I'm going to say there. it looks so sexy, the new site. Oh, thank you. 
Thank you. I, I, I worked really hard on Squarespace. <laughs> Whatever, man. Offer code it's, WTF. <laughs> it's better than frames. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, but, yeah, we put up the talent roster on there. We we do have to add one new person, which we're going to hype up his show. We were going to have him on today, but unfortunately, you know, he's a rock and roll star. He's out there doing the business. A new member. He's a new member in the sack. Breach the Asylum is playing the chance next Whoa. week. And I was so excited because... We were going to get him on Friday, but since we changed, you know, he had to do some other stuff. But I was going to get him and uh, one of the members, uh, one of the bands that are playing on the show uh, is Jam Syndicate, which if you're from the uh, Hudson Valley area and uh, Putnam County or whatever, Jam Syndicate, man, they haven't played together in like Jam Syndicate. We used to open up for Jam Syndicate, Product Society, back yeah. in the day. Um, yeah, it, back in the days when I was young. Damn it, we're old. A band that is like, they are super way ahead of their, their time. Um, kind of like where we were. Um, yeah. But they just released their stuff on Spotify, some of their old recordings. It just brought me back, man. So I'm well, super you excited. You know what's to funny? Go. They posted the uh, remaster of one of their songs. Yes. And all of that stuff is going go. to be on the Hey Pal What's New uh, Spotify playlist. Uh, jam yes. We got a lot of music, a lot of stuff to touch on, music-wise, oh. TV-wise. Movies, I only saw like two. Well, Just to finish our house cleaning, uh, on Friday, December 9th, we got Breach the Asylum. We got Jam Syndicate, Playing the Chance, uh, Christmas Bash. It's a benefit for Toys for Tots. Um, I'm going to be Friday? there. Yeah, Friday night. Uh, man, it's going to be... You're probably around starts like seven. Okay. Um, I'm going. You going? I'm going. If you going, I know I'm going. I gotta go see my boy uh, Rob Jackson. I I hope he puts on his polka dot pants again. Oh, sexy. <laughs> no, but hopefully just, they still fit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Breach the Asylum. We're very very happy to have them uh, as yeah. a member of the Sack of Sin. Um, we're gonna be doing some good stuff. Looks like uh, coming in March is gonna be our first showcase. Um, fingers crossed. We're looking at the loft. Uh, so. Uh, we're just finalizing dates. It'll be a Sunday night. So yeah, go check them out. We'll do maybe we'll do some sort of live thing from the chance or something. We'll maybe we'll record some stuff. But uh, yeah, I'm excited to see those guys. They're old friends. Um, really cool people. Great band. Check them out on the playlist. And uh, yeah, we'll see you there next week. So uh, what you got there, uh, Jackson Brown? You got some news? John, you got any news? Oh, we have to say goodbye to Brad William Henke, actor, 56 years old. You might know him from Lost. Oh, wait, you've never seen Lost. Nope. Late to the party. Uh, <laughs> well, if you've seen Orange is the New Black, he was one of the guards. Uh, he's one of those guys that's like in everything. You're like, oh, it's that guy. He More recently, I think I saw him in The Stand, the remake that they did. When You scared me when you first said that because I thought you said Brad Williams. And I was like, oh. wait, what, Brad Williams didn't die. Um, um, while we're still in the death dedication, we might as well talk about uh, R.I.P. Christy McVie from uh, Fleetwood Mac. Oh. Yeah, she passed away recently um, this week. You know, we got some two damn death dedications. So let's let's go to number three on the death dedications. Ooh, we got uh, a third? Longtime Woodstock, New York icon and resident. If, um, those people who visit Woodstock, there's this guy up there. He sweeps the sidewalks. He's been up there since, like, Jesus, forever. Yeah. Everybody knows him. His name is, he goes by Jogger John. Jogger John. Yeah, his real name is John Sinan. Mm. 
but we call him Jackie. He was uh, my cousin. So they're having a memorial this weekend for him oh, up in I'm Woodside sorry. from two to four. I, you know, I didn't even know. My mom told me about him years ago, and I was like, "Really?" And she's like, "Yeah." So every time we go to Woodstock, I find him, I talk to him, I see how he's doing. You know, mm-hmm. he he's oh, dude, this guy is like just the happy. He was the happiest guy. He just didn't give a shit. I think it's the Woodstock thing when you get up there. It's just yeah. you know maybe there's just some remnants of weed from all the uh, different Woodstock shows yeah. where it's just they get a little wavy so, gravy up there. He was seventy nine. So, Big bucket of win, as Kevin Smith would say. So, anyway, other news. Mm. Um, Prime Video overtakes Netflix to become the number one streaming service in the United States. Okay. Who gives a shit? These streaming services don't release numbers of how many you know, real subscriptions they have. I don't know. I was telling you, like, Prime Video, if you have a Prime membership, you get Prime Video. And now you also get Prime Music. Not a commercial here. But yeah. Are they counting everybody who has a Prime membership as, hey, a subscriber to Prime Video? I think that's I the case. It, it has to be because yeah. so how many people – I remember – I mean, the only thing I watch on Prime Video uh, is The Boys and Invincible. Like, those are the and two And I watch shows. Lord of the Rings. You watch Lord of the Rings, yeah. Other than that, like, every once in a while I'll go to it where it's I'm flipping through the streaming things, but I'm like, I never – Well, there is a lot of good stuff on there. There's the Jack Ryan shows. Mm-hmm. I mean – they do have a lot of good original content. I just don't know that they're very well known for it. I think that's why we kind of write off Prime as like a contender in the streaming media market. But yeah, I don't know. Netflix is taking some beatings, man. They well, really are. Speaking of beatings, <laughs> that other news related: CBS is approaching the King Netflix as the biggest TV viewing source. CBS, all, CBS, their seat, their streaming. Oh, the all service. access thing, yeah. Because everything is on there. And I think that's another one where it's like, well, CBS is now part of Paramount Plus, which mm-hmm. are they counting everybody that's on there? Or are they just counting, you know, and they're just mm-hmm. TV. So, of course, they're a big streaming. It's ama- who gives a shit? It's amazing how we all think about streaming services and numbers and stuff. Like, it's like, does what does it matter? You know, like, I think the only thing you worry about with that stuff is when – um you know, you have a show or a streaming service that you like that all right. of a sudden you're like, yeah. oh, shit. You know, like I remember when Friends was a constant on Netflix yep. with my daughters and then all of a sudden they panicked because Friends was going away and then it ended up going to what, HBO Max or something yeah. like that. And that are free. Oh, we got to get HBO Max. It's just like it's – yeah, I, it's it's very weird, you know, every, with the streaming things. Like I, I don't know. I don't know. Like I, why do I care? I um, don't. I like to hear numbers, you know, like they talked about – um, one of the TV shows that we're going to talk about actually is the most streamed thing on Netflix or most streamed Netflix hours, um, right. which surprised me. One of the shows we're watching, which is, you know, we'll get into it later. But, um, yeah, they were one of the more than Stranger Things. I was like, who beats Stranger Things in viewing? But we'll get to it. Me. Yeah. And <laughs> lastly, just last bit of quick news. Um Finally, Bob Odenkirk is going to start filming the sequel to Nobody next year. Yeah. Have you seen Nobody? I have. I mean, John Wick, Dad Bob? I loved it. I loved, loved it. it. Just that bus scene alone. The, like, that's what we're talking. He's just like, I'm going to have to beat the shit out of these guys now. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what was funny, because you said that you were, we were commenting on one of the old podcasts that, like, I never saw a John Wick movie. Um, and you're like, but you watched Nobody. I'm like, yeah, because that's more like Keanu Reeves in a nice suit going, whoa, and kicking people's asses. I'm like, I get it. It's cool. But- 
I'd rather see Bob Odenkirk kicking uh, people's well, asses. <laughs> I mean, with 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 John Wick, it's one of the things. Is like at the end, it's just like, why did you do us? They killed my dog. Yeah, <laughs> he's in four <laughs> movies now just because somebody killed his dog. Imagine what would they have if nobody did? Just leave the guy's dog alone. <laughs> yeah, it's the next Marvel. What if? What if John Wick's dog lived? <laughs> it's him fat sitting on a couch watching TV with a yeah. dog eating biscuits. <laughs> so that's it for me. John, you got any news? Yeah, I did. Yeah, it's the end of the year. You know, like, it's interesting. Like, I, th- I thought about last year. We, we were talking about how we're going to do our rank episodes. I found my note of the rank episodes from last year. Right. And I'm like, the, half the shows, I'm like, they haven't come back yet. Like, damn. No. <laughs> like, where's my Yellow Jackets? No. Nope. Where's Invincible? Nope. <laughs> you know, like, where's all these shows? But uh, yeah, it was gone. interesting. It was interesting to see, so it was cool to compare. But, uh, yeah, um, you know, as far as uh, what's going on with uh, our movie, TV, and Well, before uh, music, you get the movie, TV, can I just ask, have you watched the trailers for the new Indiana Jones movie and Guardians of the Galaxy? Yes. Yeah, that's what I was going to say about the movie stuff. Before we get to... What, I haven't seen any movies that I can really want to think about and talk about. Yeah, I only saw one, and it was a documentary, but we'll get to that. Me um, too. I think most of the, the hype was... It was funny because I was listening to one of my pro, one of the shows that I listened to. I sound like like my grandmother. I'm like, I got watch. My- I was listening to one of my stories. I was I was watching my programs. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have the weekly world news? I need to read that too. Um, no, I was uh, this week uh, the Comic Con in Brazil. Right, everybody was like, yeah, you know, they do announce things once in a while, but like Disney, Lucasfilm. Old DC, all the they all came guns a blazing. All of a sudden, people are like, "Why are all these trailers coming out?" And it's like, "Well, because DC, uh, I mean, uh, Comic Con in uh, Brazil." Brazil. Like, really? <laughs> you know, like, they dropped so many cool trailers. Um, yeah, we can go through each one of them. Well, no, those are the only two that I mean. What other ones were there? There was the Transformers one, which oh yes, which I don't know. I, I've got mixed feelings about. Well, I found out I was like, oh god, a fucking Michael Bay movie. Michael Bay is not even involved in this. Oh, one. it might be. Good. Wasn't he not involved in the Bumblebee one? Yes, and that one was a fucking amazing. Yeah, Optimus Prime. <laughs> yeah, my fight is not with you. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, so okay. it, it, it actually, I'm not a big Transformers movie guy, but I watched. It, I was like, oh, okay, that looks pretty interesting, yeah. and. uh I did hear that Michael Bay, like he's he's an EP well, on it, but he's not directing. Ha, now, have your girls watched the trailer of uh, Transformers? Yeah, no, because my girls watched it, and they well, at least Mila didn't. They were both actually they both were kind of excited about the finally having a female Transformer. Oh, okay. I never really gave it much of a thought that like in the yeah. movies there was never. I don't think there was a female Transformer, um, and Justin's gonna fucking correct me on this one. Yeah, newsflash, girls, uh, they're cars. <laughs> now, now, no need to be sexist. Now, yeah, well, I mean, is it really? I mean, I know there's Optimus Prime. Um, I mean, there's other ones that I, like other trailers that I I've seen, but we don't have to go down a trailer rabbit hole. But I thought the Indiana Jones one and uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, Guardians of the Galaxy, were like the top two. Transformers was like a okay. Yeah, I didn't that was really... the well, that was the first one that came out, and people were like, "Oh my god, Transformers!" And then all of a sudden, they're like, "Wait, no, there's a new Indiana Jones trailer." Oh yep. wait, there's Guardians trailer. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, 
Um, yeah, both both of those. Uh, what now? What is the name of the new Indiana Jones? Like the Dial of uh, the Dial of Destiny. And the Dial of Destiny. It's right there. Is it Dial of Destiny? Yeah, down the bottom of the screen. Wow. Okay. Oh, nice. Yeah, James Mangold, who did Logan, is doing that one. Yes. And I, yeah, I mean the de aging <clears throat> stuff is going to be interesting. Well, yeah, that and you know, are they going to play into the hand of just regurgitating old? jokes for that kind of like fan service give them this and they'll overlook this is a shit movie uh i don't know i mean that's I, always my fear with this i have faith in james mangold okay. just because he's done logan and Ford right. versus ferrari and you're like okay <clears throat> and he seems to really get i mean yeah some of the de-aging and all that crap um it looks pretty good it, i think the rumor around town is it's it's based on one of your favorite things the time travel. Oh, oh. <laughs> think about it, dude. Dial Fuck. of Destiny, the aging things. I don't know, but uh, uh, you know, yeah. But no, I'm excited for that. And Guardians trailer. I mean, hit me in the feels. It did that whole thing with Drax hitting that kid in the face with the ball. <laughs> Holy stop shit! Laughing. Well, now, okay. Do we do we want to get into that? I don't want to do a whole trailer breakdown, but no. So, so the guy who made Rocket, that whole thing where they go is. An alternate Earth that's apparently in the comics was opposite, on the completely opposite in rotation from the Earth okay. around the Sun. So it's like you they you could never see it because it was always completely on the other side of the Sun from us. Oh, and that guy who made Rocket like basically kind of created that planet for all of his experiments. Interesting. And that's where they're going. So this is a whole I think Rocket origin story. Yeah, and oh I yeah. I think it's going to eventually be a Rocket origin death story. Yeah, it doesn't look like a lot of them are making it out. No. Um, well, a lot of them are done. Yeah, we got some Adam Warlock in there though. Yes, looking pretty slick. Um, that was cool. Um, it looks like it's a very emotional. Like yeah. James Gunn is just so good. At, it's like James Gunn's swan song. Like yeah. I'm leaving Marvel and I'm going to leave you fucking in tears. Yeah, I, all the stuff that he does is like. He does the perfect blend of comedy and hits you in the feels. Yeah. Even with Peacemaker, which is oh a ridiculous God. show. Ridiculous. It's one of it, when we do the ranks of TV, that's like right up there. I mean, how do you watch that show? How do you give me a show where I'm laughing hysterical and uncomfortable and a second later I'm bawling like I'm watching my kid being born? Yeah, he's a freaking genius. So um I've always been a fan, even back in the Slither days and, and Super and all that. But like, yeah, that looks like you know, it does look like a rocket kind of. Or when I saw that they landed on that planet where it was all a animals, yeah, and like human, I was like, "Ooh, this might be where like rocket came from." It, um, it looks really good. It looks real. so. I'm very excited. I mean, I think 2023 for Marvel is going to be a big flip. You know, because I'm hoping. I'm you know with the rank stuff that we're doing for movies. Like normally it was like, oh, let's put all the you know. It, I I'm like thinking about like movies for this year, and I'm like besides. Usually it's it's heavy on the Marvel stuff and the comic book stuff. This year, 2022, man, horror was huge this year. Oh, yeah. All of my favorite movies, a lot of them are horror, um, including one that I watched this week. <laughs> i got to tell you a little bit about it. It was uh, – I recommend it. Um, I'm kind of late to the party with it. As far as we could start with the movies because it's going to be pretty quick with that, I think. Did, I was there any I new movies anything. that you watched? Other than the one documentary that I told you about earlier in the week. Take uh, your medicine, Xanax. Oh, yeah. I was afraid. I, you told me about it, and I was like, 
I should watch it, but I'm like, I'm kind of afraid to. <laughs> I watch you know, it. It kind of like made me glad I've never taken Xanax. It's like the one thing I've never taken. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's a, it's, it's a game changer for people. Like everybody's heard me once in a while on here. I go, oh, it's a Xanax day. It's it helps a lot of people, but it's also highly addictive. Oh um, yeah. And being an addict, it's a little, I get very scared about it, but it's uh. It's interesting. Um, I, I definitely want to watch it, but um, the only thing that I watched movie-wise was two things. I actually have two movies. Tell me, tell me. One I will do is uh, real... Well, okay, we'll start with the documentary. You want the documentary or you Go. want the horror movie? Documentary. All right, documentary. Um, I happened to watch on Showtime it was released. They have a documentary on Ronnie James Dio. Wow. Called Dreamers Never Die. I think that's what it's called. Um, it's a D, it's on Showtime. It just was released. They it went through like the festival circuit and stuff, and it was like. And I've always been a Dio fan, right? I'm yeah. Fucking, you know, um, especially during his solo stuff, Holy Diver and Last of the Line stuff. Holy I mean, Diver. Yeah. Look out, you know. Um, and you know, I've always just been like a, you know, I, I've I've followed him over the years. I was a big fan of him when I was a teenager. I didn't really. I mean, this that guy. First of all. One of the best vocalists in, in rock and roll. Oh, like yeah. in, in just in general. I don't want to talk even about metal. It's just like but I never realized and it made me think a lot about and it was funny because I did listen to Dio like the whole way here, um, before I got here. Cause it really goes into um it starts all the way from the beginning and goes through his entire career. And you never realize or you didn't really think about it where he was you know, first of all, he was a, a jazz trumpet player, and he was in in the '60s. He was doing a lot of like, you know, wow. uh, had some 45 recordings. It was like Ronnie and the Rollers and all the stuff. And you're like, you could hear his voice, and you're like, oh wow, yeah, that's Dio. And then uh, I had known that he was in a band called Elf um, before yeah, I didn't know anything about. I I've never listened in, to them. Was he in Rainbow? Yes. Okay. Yeah, we'll get to that. Like he, you know, he started in Elf. Which they were signed. Um, interesting thing is that they, you know, they went to sign them, and uh, Richie Blackmore and Roger Glover from Deep Purple were going to help them record their first record. Okay, and then something happened or whatever, but um, they were kind of involved with. Like you could tell, when, and I, and you know, I went on to Spotify and was like, "Is Elf on Spotify?" And by George, yes, it is. And I listened to it. It's great. Like I never listened to them. I mean, it's very deep purple. You can tell okay. it's very deep purplish. A lot of piano, but very blue, like rock and blues and stuff. But his voice is just like, oh my god, he sounded great then. And then you don't realize that. So he was an elf that didn't last at all. Richie Blackmore leaves Deep Purple and goes, I'm gonna get that guy from that band Elf and like half of his band, and I'm gonna oh, start god. Rainbow. Um, right. And they take off and. You know, but they were always big in Europe. They weren't that big in the U.S. So it was interesting because they play, and everybody's just like everybody's talking about this Dio guy. Like, oh my god, he's got an amazing voice, and they got Richie Blackmore, and like Stargazer is like one of the best freaking rock songs in the world. I love it. Um, love that album, Rainbow Rising. Um, he's in that. Uh, they didn't hit in in the U.S. So Richie Blackmore's like, I want to do more of like pop stuff, and. Ronnie was just like, I sing about fucking slaying dragons and shit. <laughs> like, I don't want to do that. I'm like the little elf guy. Um, so he had, he, to, he had to be a D&D freak. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, he's just, he's all into it. And it was interesting what he's thought. He's like, 
he found his wife early on, like early, early on. They were married for, you know, 40 something years. Um, and, you know, everybody was trying to go the pop route, even Rainbow. Like they had that, they got a new singer and they had that, since you've been gone, since you've been gone. Like that's, Ronnie heard that song and Richie Blackmore's like, we're going to record this because we need a hit in the US. And Ronnie's like, I ain't fucking singing that shit. This, <laughs> I, I don't sing about love songs because I met my love. I don't have to sing about it. Like I, I don't worry about heartbreak and all that stuff. Just like I'm, I've been with Wendy, my whole. So he leaves. Like Richie goes, "Fuck you, we're getting rid of you." So now he's like, "Oh shit, what am I gonna do?" Cut to fucking Black Sabbath, loses Ozzy, and then get Dio in. Yep. And you know everybody sat once Ozzy left Sabbath, everybody's just like, "Oh, they're done. They're fucking done." And then they put out Heaven and Hell. Yep. Fucking amazing record. Great up. They go like he's huge again because he gets out of Rainbow. He's like he didn't own anything yeah. in Rainbow, so he was broke. And then Tony Iommi's like, oh, you know, we we got rid of Ozzy. We need a new singer, so they get Sabbath, and Sabbath takes off with that album. Everybody was like, oh shit, this is great. Cut to they do two albums with Sabbath, and same thing. Like guitar people talk about lead singers disease. Lead guitarist disease between Richie Blackmore saying I want to do pop, then like Tony kicks Dio out of Sabbath because they're all coked up and they're all just messed up, and he's like, uh. so he goes, "Fuck it, I'm gonna get a band and I'm gonna do my own stuff." Does solo that Dio. takes Dio that goes freaking three times. This guy, three times. No, if you actually count, it's four times because he does Dio that takes off, right. and then Nirvana happens. And then now he's playing clubs again, but he's still putting out music. He's, right. And then all of a sudden, near the end of his life, uh, they they get Ronnie back and they do Heaven and Hell, that tour. He's right. taking it off again. Like, he went from, like, his career was just A so, roller coaster. And just, like, the ch- and the singer on that. Like, he just, you know, and so many bands that, like, he was, like, it's just, I, I highly recommend watching it. Oh, like, check I was, it out. It's like, on Showtime. Yeah. And, okay. and the fact that I watched it, you know, and made a deal playlist, like, right after it, because you're thinking, like, Sabbath, Rainbow, even Elf. I listened to the whole Elf album. I'm like, this ain't bad. It, it's very 70s, deep purple blues kind of stuff. Yeah, I'm a big Will, Will Ferrell fan, too. <laughs> but you're the Elf, what's your favorite color? Cotton-headed <laughs> ninny munger. Yeah. But yeah, I highly I think it's called Dreamers Never Die. Check it out. It's on Showtime. Um, All right. If you're even if you're just a casual Dio fan, like you just the the contributions that this man made to metal and rock. I mean, he invented the freaking devil horns for God's sakes, you know, which is an Italian curse. It's the Maloc. He he calls it. His grandmother used to do it. So, um, yeah, Dreamers Never Die. Definitely it's check it it's out. It's on Paramount Plus. Oh, there you go. Well, I think they're hooked up with Showtime now, Paramount Plus. Oh. I was actually flipping through cable, <laughs> and I saw it, and I was wow. like, "Wow, oh shit!" But yeah, definitely watch that. It was really good. Um, the other movie that I saw, which I'll be way shorter than than the Dia one, was uh, I, it's kind of a late to the party with me, but oh. I uh, no, uh, but it's a movie because I I saw that Dead Meat James Dead Meat covered it on the Kill Count, so I was like, "Ah, oh, you know, I heard this was good." Um, I don't know if you ever saw it. It's called Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. I wanted to watch it with uh, Pete Davidson. Yes. And I was like, and I wanted to actually go to the theater and see it, and nobody wanted to fucking go, and then, like, all this shit. Out. It was one of those times where, like, I wanted to go see it, mm-hmm. and it was like, you want to go see it? It's like, well, when? Well, like, well, the next showing is at 8 o'clock. It's like, oh, then it's not done till 10, blah, 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 not really, and then it was too late, and I never went to go see it. Yeah. Well, was it good? 
it was good. Um, because I heard people talking about it, and I was just like, eh, it's a little too Gen Z for me. Like, and but that is the whole that's the whole premise of the movie. I mean, the movie is basically it's these rich Gen Z, you know, millennials actually, not Gen Z, millennials. Um, there, there's a big hurricane coming, and they decide to have a hurricane party at right. this guy's huge mansion, and they decide to play this game, bodies, bodies, bodies. Um, and it turns out real bodies are being discovered, and it's this whole like mystery. Uh, but the way that these characters play it, they are very malign. Like everything is just based on their phone and. It's all about social media, and you know I won't spoil it for you if okay. you want to watch it. Um, but at the end, you figure out what happened or who done it, and you're like, "No fucking way! I did not see it coming." Um, and it was interesting. It was fun. It was it, it it definitely pokes fun at millennials in general. Okay. And um, so you know you have teen you know I have teenage girls. You have you know young teenagers and stuff. Oh boy! So you'll get it. You'll, when you watch it, you'll be like, yeah, that's exactly how they act. Um, but uh, it's great. It's it's a it's a different take. Like you know, like we're saying this year, horror movies were awesome. I would give Bodies, Bodies, Bodies a, a solid three and a half pals okay. out of five. Um, you know, it was just maybe it, I'd only taken off points just because I can't relate to it okay. uh, as much. Um, you know, but I could see, you know, similarities with my kids, you know, and just the way that they act and the way that they solve problems and stuff like that. Whereas, like, a person my age is like, why the hell are you doing that? That's so stupid. And there's, like, the quote-unquote old guy that's yeah. at the party who's, like, 30. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know the old guy in the club, but I yeah. If you get a chance, it's a quick movie. I, I don't know what it's on. Uh, I had rented it. I don't think it's on any of the streamings yet. Um, but rent it if you get a chance and watch it. It's it's uh, it's fun. It's not long. It's it's entertaining. And the the ending, the whole reveal. I was just I did not see it coming. Oh, see, you got me there because I I, I just hate predictable shit. It's not predictable. Now, now, I don't know if I mentioned it. Like in looking, I just jumped over to see something, and I saw my list of like stuff I've watched from the sites I get it from. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I brought this up. Did I tell you I watched that movie, uh, the sequel to R.I.P.D.? I just saw it show up on the screen. <laughs> I was like, R.I.P.D. Oh Two. You saw that? Show? Rise of the Damned. I did watch it. Oh. Ooh, what's what's very, the hot take? What's the hot very take? Very direct to video, which is very depressed. Like it's very depressing, just because, like with the original R.I.P.D., they got big name people leading this, and the mm-hmm. guy isn't very big name, but I remember him from this show. I watched uh, with uh, Bruce Campbell. It was called uh, what the fuck was it called? It was about a guy who was a former CIA uh, burn notice. Okay. And he played Michael Weston, like the former spy, and yeah. Bruce Campbell played like a former spy, and they're both retired, whatever. But, like, he's such a good actor, and he's so much fun to watch. And I'm like, he's very much like an A-minus actor. Okay. He's not. He's not. He's, but, yeah. like, R.I.P.D. 1 had fucking. Uh, Ryan Reynolds and um, uh, fucking, the dude. Uh, the dude, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, okay, that two A-list names. I don't know that, that Ryan Reynolds was as A-list then as he is now. No, he was on his way. And um, then fucking Gr- Green Lantern happened. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's what killed him. But, but it was all right. It wasn't 
I mean, if you want to sit and watch something, I have no, I have no mindless interest. entertainment. <laughs> like, let me check this piece of shit out. I got nothing else. I don't think I saw the first one. So, I mean, it looked interesting when I remember when it first came out. I was like, oh, it's a comic book movie. Okay, yeah, I like those. Jeff Bridges. Yes, um, and, Jeff Bridges. You know, I love Jeff Bridges. So I'm like, and you know, Ryan Reynolds. I loved him at the time at Waiting. Um, so I was like, oh, okay, yeah, this looks interesting. But I never got a chance to see it. Got it. Got it. Got to hit the TV. Yeah. Oh. Because I got no more movie. I got no movie other than just saying R.I.P.D. too. Because it was, <laughs> I watched it. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> I had nothing else to watch, you know. <laughs> no TV. There I, was a I lot got, of. You know why? Because I got to the end of Pornhub. So I was like, well, what else is there? Is there an actual end to Pornhub? No. <laughs> TV. Where do you want to start? Because there's a lot of good. You want to start with the uh, the finale of Andor. Yeah, that could be a that could be a good one. That I mean, that was I mean, holy shit, dude! Holy shit! That was just so. So I did bring up after watching Andor. I I brought up and and this is these are those little fucking things that it's a continuity problem that drives me crazy. Okay. So you, I'm gonna take it back. Remember this scene where um, the architect guy is mm-hmm. talking to Saul Guerrero. And Saw's getting all paranoid, like, do you want somebody on your side? Who do you have? And he's yeah. like, yo, fucking Tubes. Yeah, Tubes yeah, is my two guy. Two Tubes over there. Two Tubes is no one talking to me. Now, that movie, the Andor series takes place right around the time of the uh, the Death Star stuff. Yeah, it's like it's supposed to be five years before Rogue, Rogue One, One, which means Saw Gerrera has now, is now, at that, at in timeline, is either raising, um, Oh, uh, Jyn Erso. Jyn Erso, or has raised her and now she's off. My point to that is she should fucking know who Two Tubes is. But when you watch the mo- the uh, oh. the uh, fuck. So in other words, Two Tubes was there all the time. She would right. have known who, you know. And in Rogue One, when she's captured and she's in there, when he he's the one who grabs her and brings her, do you think she'd be like, I'm Jyn Erso? Or yeah, well, and he'd be like, "Oh, Jinerzo, yeah, I remember you." No, it's like he doesn't know who the fuck she is and doesn't believe who she is, and she and she doesn't know who he is. I'm like, you you grew up with two tubes. How do you not fucking know who this guy is? Two tubes, goddamn it, goddamn it, two tubes. <laughs> I don't next understand. Thing, next thing you know, you're gonna tell me you don't know who Pissbot is. No, but it drives me fucking nuts because I'm like, he acts like he doesn't know, who, but even more over, it's not like. How wasn't many, written yet. How many fucking <laughs> guys with two tubes in their head, right? Maybe at the time he only had one tube, the main <sighs> drain. You don't know that. But how could she not know who he was? I don't know. I know I'm being nitpicky. They didn't, they, they didn't recognize Jyn over- so when he came. No, right. he he recognized, saw, recognized her when yes. she came. Right. Okay, yeah. And, and look, I can overlook the fact that, that he, and or it, Cassian is looks older in the Andor show than he is in, in the movie because there's so much. I can overlook that. I'm fine with that. I really am. It, But that one, it's like, come on. That's too big That's of a it. continuity mistake for Whole me. show ruined for you. No, it? <laughs> no. It's You know what? I still love the movie. I still love the show. I will rewatch the show. I've rewatched the movie a dozen times. Oh, yeah. But this finale was just like... Oh, it was just the uprising with his mother, just the, the image of her, and, and she starts talking shit about the Empire, and then she gets everybody all riled up. And, and then Cyril finally gets some. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, he, just, he I, Well, he saves her. Yeah, he saves her. 
So you know he she didn't gonna, get a hand job in well, the back he, of the alley, but he, <laughs> he gonna get some. Trust me. Oh yeah, she's got some. He's got some, and that fucking tie. It's like the. It's like uh, a. I'm like, ew. <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, I, all, there were points I was confused, but like I, I kind of figured out when when Andor goes back and retrieves his money and all that shit. Mm-hmm. I'm like, is that somebody's apartment? No, it was one of the. It was like the. I guess he had it stashed somewhere in yeah, the hotel it, room. Okay, it was in a hotel room. Yeah. Okay. And there was I was some, just trying to figure. out. I was like, I feel like he's in somebody's apartment. The guy's still sleeping in bed, and he's snuck in and he's getting his shit. <laughs> well, is that like some alien in the evening that yeah. he had? You know, maybe I don't fucking. Don't know. go out to the blue ox. I watched <laughs> that this morning too. What? Fargo. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I don't so, know. I. I uh, I, he said, I'm going crazy out there down by the lake. So now I'm really anxious to see what's coming in Andor Season 2. Uh, hopefully K2SO. Oh, um, yes. Give hopefully Krennic. Give me some Krennic. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean. Now they're doing what? Two more seasons of Andor? Or just, just one. one? Just one, okay. yeah. Because it was supposed to be this season was, um, you know, they did it in the threes. There's right. going to be a time jump where it comes to like a year before year one. Okay. Uh, Rogue One. So um, it, okay. it was funny. They were talking about three because Tony Gilroy is like, yeah, you know, we're going to do three. And then like Diego Lunas is like, wait, I, I signed up for two. <laughs> like, I don't know. You know, so. Slow you know, your roll there, buddy. Yeah. He's just like, mm, okay. You know, um, look, I'll take as much Andor as I can get. You know, that's definitely yeah. one of my top. TV shows and uh, the the finale did not disappoint. No. You know, it was uh, it kind of tied it up nice in a bow, and he went to freaking. Uh, um, and I'm kind of glad they never gave us any of the freaking you know Vader, this guy, that guy. We didn't no. get any of that, and I was kind of happy about that. And I do like that little post thing where we get confirmation of the shit that he was building is. The fucking the yeah. beam for building the beam of the Death Star. Yeah, we all knew that. Like when he was doing the stuff, like I had heard theories from people saying, "Well, they could be just making, you know, having them do busy work, and then they want to get." It was like, why would they do that? No, they but that would also, need that slave labor. But that know? also explains all the things about you know why the Death Star was falling behind. Mm. You know, with with a that revolution in the fucking manufacturing prison. Yep. Um. And the uprisings everywhere else that are starting to happen are gonna put that behind. Yeah, and you know he he's a, a what is it? He it's fun to watch the fact that Andor Cassie and Andor it's like oh Andor uh, you you built the thing that kills you. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah, oh, that sucks. There's always just so much like uh, like we had talked about with Obi Wan where you know he lets him go right. again. Like Obi Wan Kenobi out of the whole Star Wars canon has the most blood on his hands. Oh my god! <laughs> like, and everybody loves him. Yeah, it's just like, dude, you left him to die. Like you, In you lava. left him twice. Yeah, the first time he's a freaking toasted almond, and you're just like, and he's just like, you got. I mean, did you were supposed to be the chosen one, yeah. Anakin? I mean, I and I love Obi Wan. I think you and McGregor is a phenomenal. Oh yeah, Obi Wan. But it's so funny. I think about it, it's like. Did he do the the Jedi Academy doesn't teach about double tapping? Like, like no, just, fucking, you got him. He's a toasted almond. Just stab him in the freaking head and just be done with it, or cut his head off. But then we wouldn't have all this. Yeah, and then again, you know, he's got him on the ropes, and he's just like, "Goodbye, Anakin," and he just leaves him. We're like, "Wait a second, <laughs> you can't let that go." Didn't you learn from Halloween Kills? Evil dies tonight. That's right. <laughs> Evil dies tonight. Um, yeah. So yeah. And or, I mean, what can you say that hasn't been said a hundred times, but it's just 
I I am definitely gonna rewatch the whole first season again. Oh hell yeah! Um, looking up for that because then we got next coming up. I think is uh, Mando is in February. Um, I think that's the next Star Wars day. Yes. Maybe sneaking in a Bad Batch, which I did like the first season of Bad Batch. Yeah. Um, it was definitely entertaining enough. I, um, I was looking for something. I wrote up a review of the next thing, but I don't know where it went. Um, but the uh, next TV thing that you might want to do, we uh, we discussed about the, uh, do, we should probably do one that we both watched, uh, and that would be Wednesday. But it's Saturday. No, the show Wednesday. Oh. <laughs> Dude, you you so, were getting into it, and I was like, I don't know if I'm going to watch it. but So here's my hot take on that, because I know we talked about a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. that some of the early reviews were saying, like, she's phenomenal, but the show kind of misses the mark, and I disagree. Yeah. I, don't th- I think she's phenomenal, but mm-hmm. I don't think the show misses the mark. I think the show did a great job of incorporating what, us nostalgic like old school Adams Family fans like mm-hmm. give us enough fan service. The people who were fans of the Christina Ricci Adams Family movie, mm-hmm. right, gives them some some like gives them what they want that was in that movie they put in this one, and then gives a more modern twist like we've been seeing. And I think I mentioned this like we've been seeing with shows like um, uh, Riverdale. No, R- yeah, Riverdale, Riverdale. Um, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, mm-hmm. the horror series they did. Um, what were some of the some of the other like shows and comic com things that comic things that we grew up with that they've kind of put a more modern twist on mm-hmm. to make them a, almost a different genre. Go from being like can't be, but also they did great at maintaining that that tween show. That I call it very CW. It's like CW nineteen, yeah. CW eighteen. Yeah, it's like PG eighteen CW. Um, it's got that combination of story, heart, those moments, the friendships, and like a buddy film and a bunch of kids rising up against what we've seen in all these shows we've been watching lately, mm-hmm. like the um, Stranger Things thing where you got a group of kids. Yeah. And you got groups of kids who normally wouldn't fit together who all of a sudden do fit together. Yeah. Very Goonies and, yeah. and and stuff like that. I loved it. I really did love it. You know, it was funny because you said you were going to watch it, and I was kind of on the fence. I was like, ah, maybe, I don't know. And I was at Manal's, and we fin- we, we like to just put a show on and just binge it. And, uh, yeah, it was one of the days I was there, and we're like, you know that show Wednesday is on? Maybe we should watch that. And we we binged it. We were like, "Oh my god!" You know, uh, we you know, I ended up finishing it, and she finished it once I left. But yeah, I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah, uh, Jenny Ortega, great. That dance, the the dance was phenomenal. It kind of the only it kind of made me feel a little weird because I knew she was in that movie X, right? And she's supposed to be playing this like young girl, but I'm like still kind of like. Well, that whole whole dance thing has become like a TikTok craze now. Of course it has. And now, you know, and people tried to fucking blow her up because she's like, you know, I choreographed that myself. And like, as you can tell, I'm not a dancer. Yeah. And everybody's like, well, yeah, you just copied some Bob Fosse stuff. And she's like, yeah, I'm not a dancer. Yeah. I'm looking at other stuff that to inspire me. And I'm just copying moves from other things and just yeah. putting them together. They tried to fucking throw her under the bus, The some of the people online. Everybody tries to throw it's her like, under the, the bus. It's like, shut the fuck up. But can't people just enjoy stuff? Nope. No. Everything's got to be like, so, <laughs> and, it's, and it's true. People are not going to be happy. The people who are bitching about her copying the dance probably fucking love it. But they're like, well, I'm not going to attention giving it love. I got to be angry at it. Mm. And people will give me attention. 
Yeah, I mean, on this show, we do talk about stuff that's kind of crapola. Um, but at the same time, we like to promote what's great, not what you hate. Yeah. And I, I don't want to be one of those people that are just constantly no. crapping on stuff. Um, that's why we talk about stuff that we watched that we enjoyed. Um, yep. Or stuff that's just so bad, you're just like, oh, my God, you have yeah, to. We're, it's we're, a freaking train wreck. We're Kevin Smith, not Mark Bernardin. Exactly. Kevin's always, <laughs> Kevin loves everything. Mark's like, that thing was shit. Yeah, he's like, well, you know, like, oh, God. <laughs> I mean, he does make some points, but, you know, yeah. I mean, there's stuff like, look, if you don't like it, there's so much stuff to watch. You know, but I think she nailed that part. Oh, she did. She really did. I, like, just the whole mannerism and the, the way, you know, she's like, why don't you take a stab at it? She goes, I do enjoy stabbing. <laughs> Stuff like that. And I, I found it fascinating and it makes me want to rewatch it now because I didn't realize, like, she does not blink. No. That was part of the thing that, that Tim Burton said to her is, like, whenever the camera's on you and you're, you can't blink because mm. that's part of the, the creepy, altogether kooky um, yeah. of Wednesday is, like, don't blink; it'll make it creepier. Yeah, I was very happy for Tim Burton that oh. I'm like, because he's he's burned me in the past. <laughs> you know, I'm just well, like, stop making everything so sad. And he's you know? doing things like Shagger Dave brought it up, bringing back like music that we listen to, like the Cramps. Oh, I rediscovering it, yeah. the Cramps, and I think Dave brought it up. I think it was the Halloween movie that uh, Teenage Werewolf, the song Teenage Werewolf, was in. Yep, and Halloween by Dead Kennedys. Right, it was freaking, you know. I was I, I made a comment on this thing and I was like, yeah, and Dead Kennedy's Halloween was in that. It's like best part of the movie. He goes, there was a best part of that movie. <laughs> I'm like, it was pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> As we said, we don't like the crap on stuff, but oh boy. <laughs> so, yeah, I give I give the old uh, Wednesday Adams like four stars, five yeah. stars. Wow, you go four and a full... half. I go four and a half. Wow, yeah. I mean, I didn't see much. I didn't see much pe- wrong with it. Something's got to literally make your penis explode to get. Okay, five. you know. I, and I think I said it to you. Mm-hmm. The one thing that got me was when the fucking pilgrim guy comes back from the dead. <laughs> he literally looks like the fucking leprechaun from Leprechaun. <laughs> Give tell, back me gold. <laughs> tell me he doesn't. Oh, tell yeah. Tell me he doesn't. Well, maybe it's, is it the same actor? Who knows? No. How do you spell leprechaun? Leprosy. <laughs> <laughs> Leprosy. Oh my! Like, spirit. come on! Give me back me gold, <laughs> right? What was the guy's name in the Wednesday movie? Oh god, uh, not cousin it. Um, how about Regan? What's his face playing Uncle Fester? I was like, he nailed it. Oh my god, he was so good. Wednesday oh. bad guy. <laughs> Wednesday bad guy. What, what is his name though? That's what his. That's what I want to know. Oh well. <laughs> Wednesday thirteen. He's a good guy. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Well, we'll look it up. We'll post it on the uh, on the page. But, uh, yeah, I was definitely, like, I looked at Manal afterward. I was like, damn, this is really good. I didn't think I would be into this. But, yeah, it was very good. Um, uh, is there any other? I know there are two things that I watched um, that maybe, I know you didn't watch the Walking Dead uh, series finale. Well, no, but I watched Willow. Oh, you did? That's right. I watched the first, what is it, two episodes are up now? Yeah. What'd I you want think? I wanted to not like it. I, I okay. I honestly expected it to be like the Dark Crystal series that they did was where it was like, Oh, you're yeah. fucking digging this shit up just to you know, 'cause nostalgia's the big thing mm-hmm. and it's gonna be so bad and all that stuff. And it was so it was really good. Hmm. I mean, Warwick Davis is Warwick Davis, but like yeah. Like the show in and of itself, it's got that girl who's in um in uh solo and in Falcon the Winter Soldier, the girl yes. with the red hair and freckles. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, she's in it, 
and she's very good. She's a classic misdirect, you know. And I'm not not kind of spoiling it much at all. It's a freaking TV show because you find out in the beginning of the first episode that, oh, the girl who works in the kitchen, you know, Cinderella, Ooh. happens to be like the baby from the Willow movies that oh. they saved and they hid her away there so that they couldn't, the witch couldn't find her. Yeah, I was I was very on the fence about watching that as well because I mean I don't if it was a labyrinth remake, <laughs> right? Labyrinth well, show, I'd be way more into it. Um, the Queen, Willow, I was kind of like and, that Ron Howard movie. Yeah, okay. Well, and and Willow is good, but I don't I don't know that it holds up over time. The movie mm. and Val Kilmer's Mad Mardigan character can't be in this one but the yeah. woman who he's involved with they had they're married she's the queen they have kids and their twin kids are like their daughter is the one going on the quest instead of willow going on a quest to find whatever it's them going on a quest to find willow and now they've found willow and they have to save everything uh-huh but it's it's good there's so many parallels and i never really gave it any thought until one of the you the shows i watched brought it up so it's basically like a little kid's ghetto version of Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, you got your wizard Gandalf. You got like, I mean, it's everything. Yeah. Everything that it checks all those boxes. It was, yeah, it was like a Dollar General version of, uh, you know. But it was very Lord good. I, I really enjoyed it, and I'm going to continue to watch the series. I was very happy with it. Yeah. I gave up on Dark Crystal one episode because I was like, this is crap. I can't oh, know. Yeah. Give us back the eye. We must have it. <laughs> I don't even remember the original being that good. No, it was just puppets just walking around. He's <laughs> just like, oh, boy. Um, yeah, so that's cool. You definitely check that out. The ones that I watched, are, I'll, I'll do quick because um, we are running late, but uh, I did watch the Walking Dead uh, series finale, which okay. just, to, just to reiterate, I mean, I, I definitely enjoyed it way more than I thought I was going to. Um, I mean, I've been invested in the show since the pilot. Um, I watched every episode, so I'm like, all right, I got to see how it ends. And the way that it ended was good. I mean, it was <clears throat> better than I thought. There is, I and I did put it on the um, on on our Facebook page that they did do. They shot a completely different, like alternate. Oh yeah, he does look like freaking leprechaun. Um, <laughs> they did shoot a completely different. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Who wore it better? Um, uh, ending to that, like the show, where like at the end where they don't do a time jump. Because um, right. look, spoiler, spoiler, toil in trouble on this. Um, you know, for those people that still watch The Walking Dead. Um, so the ending of it, kind of, you know, what we were complaining about, or at least I was complaining about, because I was still watching it, is that you know, with all the spinoffs, we know that these people aren't going to die. You know, we know Rick's coming back. We know this. And we already knew it. So it's like the ending yeah. was kind of like, okay, I just want to see how it plays out. And it was good the way they played it out. I don't know how it plays out. It's completely different than the comic book. Because in the comic book. I hate to tell you I didn't read the comic book. Oh, see, the, the comic book at the end, this Commonwealth thing. First of all, you know, the big thing is Rick. And in the comic book, it's all about Rick, Carl, and um, Dwight. Okay. Who's on Fear of the Walking Dead. Um, those were the big points in it. Like, Rick kills Dwight, you know, for the governor. Um, in the in the comic book, um, this, the, the, epi- the, the issue before the last one, um, Sebastian kills Rick, 
and he becomes a zombie, and then Carl has to kill his dad. Um, um, and then at the end, Zombie Rick. <laughs> yeah, and then at the end, they flash forward to like Rick, uh, Carl being an old older guy, like an adult, and he's like telling the story. This one was kind of like they just left it open ended, kind of like, all right, well, we're going to explore here, we're going to explore there, and Rick's kids are just sitting, you know, like. Oh, everybody left, and they're just kind of hanging out at the Commonwealth now because they took it over. And I'm like, all right. Um, but they did shoot an alternate ending, which I'm dying to see, was they were going to do where it, they're driving. You show, you see this van coming up, and, uh, you know, it's pulling up into, into uh, Atlanta like it was in the original one. And it's a grown-up um, – oh, God, I can't even remember her name now. Um, little ass kicker. Yeah. At and RJ, who's Rick and Michonne's kid, Rick Jr., and he's on the thing, and they're searching for people, and they're adults now, and they're just like, if you can hear me, uh, please respond to this. This is Rick Grimes, because he's Rick Jr. <laughs> right. I was like, that would have been freaking awesome. That would have been fucking awesome. Yeah, but they can't do that, because, you know, so I was like, and they, but they shot the whole ending, and wow. I was like, I want to see it. It's like the Joker thing in Batman. You're like, I just want to see how it looked, because they did show... A picture of the adult Judith Grimes and RJ. So I was like, man, that would have been like a great ending. Like he's kind of carrying. I didn't even know there was an RJ. Yeah, yeah. Well, when when Rick went off in the helicopter, um, Michonne, it turns out, was you know, pregnant. Was pregnant, and then they had their little uh, mango mulatto baby. So wait, so wait, Michonne <laughs> has a kid now off screen though. So we never see any of that. Yeah, it, fa- it fast forwards and all of a sudden there's this little kid, RJ, which is Rick and Michonne's kid that Rick doesn't even know right. he has a son. Um, so, yeah, that would have been cool. Um, so, you know, and, at and the if end they, of the, If it, they use that other ending, that would have set up, a, I think, a much better series. Like, you, you know, yeah, you could have. Yeah, you could have kept going. But, uh, yeah, I was kind of bittersweet. I was like, okay, well, that's not over. But, I mean, there's going to be a, a hundred other shows. Then the other one that I saw... I started watching Tulsa King on. Uh, oh, it was so good with uh, Rocky Stallone. You've been watching it too. I've been every episode. Yep, so good. Yeah, and like we were saying, like I don't remember Sylvester Stallone ever playing a gangster, and just that whole thing. It, it's I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, where I, I well, it's the same people who do Yellowstone. Yeah, which and, I love. And it was something where when I first saw it, I was like, oh, is it gonna be like Goodfellas, kind of gritty Sopranos? Not really. Um, but still, I mean, still great. You know, I, I'm enjoying it. I, I love seeing Sly do something different for a yeah. change and doing it well. Definitely, if you get a chance, watch the Wednesday show. Yes. Uh, watch Tulsa King. Yes. Um, those are the two big ones on there. And, uh, yeah, if you haven't watched Andor at all, Jesus, what, what are you doing? Get on that Disney. Get on that. Um, so, okay. So, other than that, uh, you want to just breeze through the music? Oh. time um there was some stuff that came out uh we could definitely talk about i was gonna get into the whole uh pantera thing uh because they just did their first show as the uh reunited pantera sounds good i don't know uh i still feel kind of weird about it because it's pantera without the abbott brothers so i'm kind of like well it's a tribute to dime i'm like that's great uh 
Yeah, I'm sure the Abbott brothers are super stoked that you guys are fucking doing this. So, I mean, but in all fairness, you know, whatever. I don't want to get too much into it. And uh, uh, so let's just get into the music itself. Uh, A couple things came out. First one, uh, there's this band. They're from, like, San Francisco. Small little thrash band. Kind of put out an album. Did you know that Rice Aroni is the San Francisco treat? I did. Okay. It's delicious. <laughs> Continue. It's ghetto fabulous, just like the uh, it's the ghetto Lipton. fabulous. It's ghetto fabulous. But, by the way, sackasin.com. Go on the merch page and get yourself a ghetto fabulous T-shirt. That's right. That's right. Spray paint and all. Um. Yeah. So all proceeds go to support my drug habit. What? No. Yeah. I mean, somebody's got to pay for this stuff. Um. And it ain't gonna be me. It ain't gonna be you. Uh. So that's that. The that's the true root. Um. So yeah, it's this little small band out of San Francisco called Metallica. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, they put out a song. I think everybody's just kind of. You and I have differing opinions on this. I did not like it. Yeah, you didn't like it. Um, I'm sure it'll grow on me. I'm not. It you know it's funny like they they're they're like the um, what I like to call them like the Michael Bay of uh, you know the metal Michael music. Bay of metal. <laughs> yeah, because you look at it, and you're like, well, it, you know, they put out something, and you're like, that's fucking cool. And then you listen to the whole record, you're like, oh, man. <laughs> like, you fooled me again, Michael Bay. God damn it. It looks cool, but it's so dumb. <laughs> but no, I I enjoyed the new Metallica song. I mean, it wasn't, you know, it was so funny that it came out of nowhere. Like, nobody knew their album was coming, you know. <laughs> the Michael Bay of metal. That's the that's the name of this episode on Spotify. Metallica, the Michael Bay of metal. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> there we go. Um, yeah, because it's one of those things where it they come out with something and you know they'll come out with a single. So you're like, God damn, that's how. And then you hear the whole album and you're like, <sighs> like even Hardwired to Self Destruct. That song so good. It's the a rest, killer. The rest of the album. Their albums are too long. Like they just you're like, yeah, it took you six years to put this out. Like really. Um, you could have, you know, put out some of these, but they always have killer. Nowadays, with my my theory on Metallica, because everybody seems to have an opinion on this song. I mean, you of go course. on TikTok, all these sites, everybody's just talking about this song. You know, like because it did come out of nowhere. All of a sudden, I'm on Facebook and I'm like, wait, what? That wait, Metallica has a new song out, and wait, they have a new album coming out. Like, when did this happen? When the hell did this happen? You, you know how I you know how I found out about it. J Dog. When Justin sent me the <laughs> thing about that concert with the two day concert where the first day it's what, Pantera is opening up? Pantera and Mammoth. And Mammoth. And then the second night is Five Finger Death Punch opening up. And Ice Nine Kills. Right. And Metallica is doing completely different sets both nights, and your ticket is for both concerts. Yeah. And that was something I was going to bring up with this song, too, is that they put out this tour for the next two years, 2013, 23, and 24. And I talked to Justin about this, too, because he did get tickets. Yeah, no, he told me. Uh, and but the weird thing, and that people are up in arms about, is that so they have the the sale out now, but you have to buy both shows. You right. can't just go. Well, I'm gonna get day one because I just want to see Pantera and fuck day two. I don't want to see them. Too. But they're not releasing. You can only you only have to buy. I mean, you have to buy for both, both shows. They're gonna release them where they do. You can buy day one or day two, but it's a month later. Which by that time, who knows what they have left? Nothing. After, yeah, and the tickets are like 
Nosebleeds are like two hundred dollars a ticket. Yeah, Justin got two, probably nosebleed seats, and then he said, he, I, "I'll look at his message." But he said his friend got tickets, and there were like a couple thousand. Yeah, it's ridiculous, and you know people are mad about that because you want to be able to say like, "Oh, I'll see both, maybe get a discount." I mean, he did say, I think it said it was like two hundred for if you buy for for both shows, but that's like nosebleeds. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, but I don't want to, you know, Metallica. I haven't seen them since. Lollapalooza. So wait, last time you saw Metallica was the last time I saw Metallica? At Lollapalooza, yeah. Lollapalooza, when, load, when your yeah. car broke down on the way home. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, that story. Jesus, that was a nightmare. Um, yeah, that's the last time I saw him. So um, I was interested in, I was actually like, you know, I should probably see him again. I would love to see him again, but I'm not paying that fucking much money. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it was just, and I know fans were kind of pissed off about it because they're just like, wait, I have to go to both shows now? Um, but I'm sure... What's gonna happen with the people ticket? People will just sell their stuff. their ticket. Yeah, they'll sell one. Where it's just like I'll, you know, they'll start scalp. Yeah, so you know that song. Def- it it had a like a, a definitely a new wave of British heavy metal kind of thing to it. Um, you know, yeah. Well, see, look, two day tickets are one fifty five. That's not. What? You know what? And that's not too bad. That's in sec- the three hundreds. Yeah. That's not that bad. I don't know why it's. Ticketmaster. Anyway, continue. Well, yeah, let's not even get into Ticketmaster with their whole bullshit. Old Tay-Tay messed that whole thing up. <laughs> Did you hear about that? Oh, boy. Yeah, she's, you know. Oh. There you go. Seek and Destroy Reserve Package, $700 what, a what ticket. what is that package? That's what I, I'm trying to figure out. Does Lars Ulrich come up and jerk you off? <laughs> That's oh. what I want to know. Um, and, yeah, Pantera opening up, which I always thought was funny because, you know, these were supposed to be like one-off kind of festival shows that they're right. doing as a tribute to Dime. Now they're going on tour for a year, two years. Get the fuck out of here. Um, More info on the VIP, VIP packages. Package. Yeah, I mean it's it does have benefits. So, um, but yeah, like we said, people like the bitch. Um, other than that, uh, some of the other music that came out this week um, haven't had a chance to listen to the NoFX. They they put out a whole album. It's called Double Album. Oh, um, I have to listen to it. Yeah, I do like no effects, so I do. Uh, and we talked last week about uh, re-releases and remasters and stuff. The Cure, Wish, has a 30th anniversary. That is an unforgotten oh class. I love Kiss Me, Kiss Me, Kiss Me. Disintegration, Wish, is like the holy freaking trilogy. Yep. And just I I got on a Wish rabbit hole recently because it's just such a good album. That one and Blood Flowers. Really, nobody talks about Blood Flowers, which I love that album. Um, it's all right. Yeah, it it's it harks back to like disintegration. But anyway, I digress. But yeah, that album is great. Um we can go oh, let's talk about a sack of sin artist that just released their EP. What? Who? Yeah. Uh, Blue Alien Mystic, our boys. Bam. Bam is back, baby. Bam is back. The better than ever. I was a little off on that one. Callback. Um, no, uh, uh, re-entry. The new EP by Blue Alien Mystic, a sack of sin entertainment talent, is uh, just released. Three songs. You got a Dougie song in there and two Barry songs. Great stuff, man. More importantly, where can I buy it? Well, uh, too bad we did this on Saturday because yesterday was Bandcamp Friday where all the proceeds go directly to the artist. So um, wait till next can- Friday. Yeah, every well, Friday, isn't it? No, it's a Friday. Once a Friday. Uh, once a Friday. Uh, once a month. Damn it. Um, but get, who cares? You go buy, go on Bandcamp and purchase that shit. I did. Uh, we'll put the link in the description. Yes, definitely. Um, definitely support one of our uh, friends and talent. 
Um, you know, because Metallica, look, man, they got the cash. Blue Alien Mystic could use a few bucks. <laughs> a few bucks. Yeah. Um, other than that, we can do one more in the music. Uh, if you got the uh, I Thought They Were Dead going on there. We've decoded the intel from the First Order spy. Somehow Palpatine returned. I thought you were dead. <laughs> That's right. That's my new one. <laughs> Remix. <laughs> <laughs> hey, kids. Um, Faster Pussycat came out with you. Kill, music. kill, kill. <laughs> That's no, all I know of Faster Pussycat. Faster Pussycat, kill, kill, kill. Come on, Faster Pussycat. House of Pain. Not not jump around, but <laughs> in my house of pain, they're an 80s classic band. Nice. Um, they went a little uh, Marilyn Manson near the end. Uh, the singer Tammy Down, he was, you know, big part of the metal years, the uh, decline of Western civilization. He was in at the Cat House. Um, they have a single out called Like a Ghost, and it's good. I like Faster Pussycat. Bathroom Wall, come on. They were like, you know, the undiscovered gem of uh, 80s metal. Oh, school. <laughs> you know, very cool. And then, like I said, he did go into his Marilyn Manson phase, and then uh, they were signed to Cleopatra at one point, um, and they got a little gothy, a little scary. Now they're back to the rock. Uh, Tammy's been sober. He just recently got sober, thank God, because the guy was going to keel over any minute. Um, so, yeah, man, support these bands. You know, especially our friends at Blue Alien Mystic, uh, our boy Vern at Preach the Asylum, yeah. uh, Jam Syndicate. They have their album out on Spotify. We're going to put a song in there. We're going to put some BAM in there. We're going to put a whole bunch of stuff in there. We do, you know, at the end of the year, starting in 2023, we're going to have to do year two with the playlist because it's getting pretty big. <laughs> yeah. You know, when Santa's got a brand new bag pops on or David Hasselhoff, I'm like, why? <laughs> why? Why is this on here? Why is that Greg Gilroy single on there? That guy sucks. <laughs> it's time for the brown hornet. <laughs> it's time for the brown hornet. Anyway. You're not school on summer vacation. No S class. School on summer vacation. No class. <laughs> Where's tight rods? <laughs> tight rod. <laughs> <laughs> the rails are coming off, kids. You can tell us the end of the show. We babbled enough. What a joker. Sackofsin.com. Go For on there. All your entertainment needs. Listen, you know, check out the bands. Like I said, come March, we're going to have our showcase. We're going to have all the artists on there. Or we just acquired a, a Breach the Asylum. Go see them at the chance. We're going to be there. If you want to come by next week, and say hi to us. We'll be there. Maybe we'll pass out some stickers, yeah, some stuff. Some stickers and yeah, stuff. Yeah, get people talking about stuff because, um, yeah, we're excited to see that. And uh, if you're going to drive tonight, please take a car. That's right. <laughs>